pray the Lord continue to lift you, amen, to give you clarity concerning the kingdom and the hour that we're living in now. Our scripture reading, um, going back to the book of Colossians, we had started that thought on last week, amen, a maintaining a Christ-centered ministry, maintaining a Christ-centered ministry. We're going back to Colossians chapter 1, and um, for the sake of clarity, we'll go back and read verse 9. Praise God, but the emphasis is going to turn and shift and pivot uh, to Christ on the, the B part of verse 13 and verse 14. From that point on, chapter, verse 15 is where our emphasis is going to be. Amen. However, if we don't pivot and we don't recognize what's going on in the verse, it kind of like it's, it just abruptly comes in when really it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't at all. Amen. So uh, our emphasis is going to be from chapter 1, verses 15 through um, 20, amen. And then from there, we'll continue on. Praise the Lord. God bless you this morning. Colossians, the first chapter that we'll read in the New King James Version, beginning in New King James Version, beginning at verse 9. Praise God. And it says, for this reason, we also, since with David, we've heard of it, amen, that it is the faith and the love of the love for the saints, amen, that is in the church of Collage, the faith of, in Christ and their love for the saints, amen. Since the day that we've heard of that and heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So Paul says, I want you to go further in this thing, amen. Go deeper in your walk with Christ and it's gonna require that you be filled with the knowledge of his will. It's gonna require that you have spiritual Amen. Understanding. Amen. And all of this that you read from here on is sequential. It builds upon, it builds upon one another. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in and increasing in the knowledge of God. And increasing in the knowledge of God. Amen. You can't be increasing the knowledge of God if you're not filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and, I mean, wisdom and spiritual understanding. Praise God. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, amen, for, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of, his, of the saints in the light, amen, in the light. And then he says, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. So he introduces Christ. Amen. Say he's amen. God has conveyed us, uh, conveyed us into the kingdom of his son in whom we have redemption of a redemption through his blood. Amen. The forgiveness of sin. Amen. Then it goes on to say that he Christ, is the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn above over all creation. Amen. For by him all things were created that are in heaven, that are on earth, whether visible, invisible, whether thrones, dominions, or principalities, or powers. All things were created through him and for him. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things. He is before all things, and in him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church, 
who is the beginning and the first, amen, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all, that, that's that three-letter word again, in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all of the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all, there it is again, things to himself by him, whether on, on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of the cross. And you, who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of the flesh through death. Amen. To present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight, if indeed you continue in the faith, if indeed you continue in the faith, amen, being grounded and steadfast and not moved away, and not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have, which you heard, which we preach to every creature under the heavens, of which I, Paul, am a minister. Praise to God, praise God. So we're back to the subject, maintaining, amen, uh, Christ-centered uh, church, maintaining that Christ-centered, amen. Ephesians, this is Colossians and Philemon of Philemon, amen, uh, these are grouped together as uh, we call uh, prison epistles, I'm sorry. Amen. These are epistles that Paul wrote in this uh, one particular incarceration. In Ephesians' emphasis on focuses on the body, but Colossians focuses on the head. Amen. Uh, like Ephesians, the book of Colossians is divided into uh, you know a neat half portion. Amen. The first two chapters are doctrinal. The second two or three chapters are. Um, Practical, first doctrinal, then practical, because your doctrine is going to be related to how you practice. Praise God. And so Paul's purpose is to show that Christ is a man preeminent. He's first, he's foremost in everything. Paul's purpose is to show that Christ is preeminent. Amen. Preeminent. The word eminent authority. He has pre-authority. Amen. He's first, he's foremost, he's proton in everything. Amen. And the Christian life should reflect that, that priority. A life should reflect that singular priority right there. Amen. Because the believer is, amen, or <clears throat> amen, rooted in ground in him, alive in him, hidden in him, complete in him. Praise God. Uh, it's utterly inconceivable that we can do anything without him. Praise God. Nothing we can do without him. Praise God. We're clothed in his love. Amen. Uh, with his peace ruling in our heart. Amen. We are equipped. Praise God in Christ. Without, amen. In him, we are complete. Nothing we like without him. Praise God. There's nothing that we like. Praise God without him. And so we must, we must, beloved, as intercessors, keep the church Christ-centered. Amen. Uh, a proper view of Christ, and this is where we're headed, is in the antidote for heresy. If you're taking notes, write that down. A proper view of Christ is the antidote for heresy. And the word heresy simply means opposition, other opinion. Amen. So there, that we are full in him. Amen. The believer is complete in him alone. We like nothing. And because 
In him dwells all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In him dwells all of the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Amen. He has all the treasures of wisdom and of knowledge. In him we're complete. We like nothing. There's nothing in, uh, uh, else that we need. We're all sufficient in Christ. Glory to God. Amen. So in the day of Paul, these false teachings were trying to uh, counteract that knowledge. Praise God. They're trying to counteract that knowledge. And so uh, this type of uh, false teaching can be counteracted. If you're taking notes, write this down. Amen. False teaching is countered by positive, powerful, clear presentation of Christ. False teaching is countered by, amen, the positive, powerful, clear presentation, amen, of Christ. Amen. Of his attributes, of his accomplishments. Glory to God. This thing is important that we get that, of his attributes and of his accomplishments. Amen. So as intercessors, it is of the utmost that we have eyes and ears to hear when heresy, all type of false teaching, false doctrine, amen, is trying to pollute, dilute the church. As intercessors, we must have, amen, pray, ask the Lord to give us eyes, functioning eyes as a watchman to see what's, amen, what's attempting or trying to pollute the church. Amen. So, amen, some through this false teaching have shipwrecked their faith. Amen. They have shipwrecked their faith. They've gone aside to fables and doctrines of demons because they've lost a proper view of who Christ is and his accomplishment. They've lost a proper view of who Christ is and his accomplishment. These heresies, if you're taking notes, write this down, is seeking to devalue Christ. All heresy, amen, is seeking to devalue Christ. If we can devalue Christ, then we got, we got room to get in. And from that point on, improper doctrine will always affect a man behavior. Praise God. Glory to God. This is important for us intercessors that we understand that. The next level of that is listening carefully, amen, at the teaching that especially the teaching that is in your church. Listen closely because sometimes it's just error. And so what do you mean error? Error is not malicious or intent. It's just having been trained. Don't know any better. Amen. So it's up to the intercessors to listen closely, amen, to whether there's error, false teaching that is going forth in the church. Why is this important? Because if you devalue Christ, amen, if you pollute or dilute the gospel, then our, then our walk goes with that. Amen. Doctrine you're taking notes, write this down, is directly linked to behavior. Doctrine is directly linked to behavior. If your doctrine is faulty, your character is faulty. Amen. So Paul says in the, the first chapter that we are to increase in the knowledge of God. <clears throat> Amen. Increasing in the knowledge of God. The only way we can walk worthy is with a complete understanding of who he is. Amen. Knowledge and the wisdom of God. Knowledge and wisdom as to who he is. So our walk uh, comes right behind that. The word preeminence, and I'm, and I'm done, or preeminent 
means pre-authority. Before there was anything, before there was anyone, amen, Christ had the preeminence. He had the preeminence. Verse 15 says he's the image of the invisible God. He's the firstborn over all creation, over all. For by him, all things were created that are in heavens, that are on the earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principality, power, all things were created through him and for him. He is before, he is before all things and in him all things consist. So there's nothing after him that turns around and supersedes or precedes him. There's nothing after him that, pre, amen, that could rule over him. Amen, that after him that come and then abide over him. Amen, he is uh, before all things and in him all things Amen. Consist. Glory to God. He's the firstborn. For in uh, verse 19 said, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, by him to reconcile all things to himself, and by him, whether there are whether things on earth in heaven, things in heaven, whether there's peace through the having made peace through the blood of his cross. Amen. So, and because we were alienated and we were enemies in our mind through wicked works. Amen. Yet now he has reconciled us through the gospel. It's the gospel. So if the gospel is plagued, if the gospel is uh, under fire, if a, the type of gospel, this is what Paul says in his frustration with the church of, of, of Galatia, that I marvel how fast you've turned to another gospel, which is not a, really another gospel. Amen. And uh, his, so his frustration is apparent real uh, immediately. And he, 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 he tops it off in chapter 3 and verse 1 and asks the question, how can you say, how can you uh, believe that after you have been accomplished in the spirit that you're going to complete it in the flesh? Amen. So this is where we are. This is where we are, beloved. We have to keep, amen, Christ-centered. We have to keep the doctrine pure. Glory to God. Amen. As concise to the word of God as possible, as possible. Praise God, as intercessors, we need trained ears to hear. We need, if you're taking notes, write this down. Ask the Lord to train your ears to hear, amen, heresy. Amen. Ask the Lord, train, give me ears to hear, amen, dog ears. You know, there's a type of whistle that only a dog can hear. Human ears are not, amen, not, not uh, equipped to hear that sound, amen. So ask the Lord for the, that kind of ear that can hear in the spirit when there's heresy and false doctrine and false brother, amen, e even error, motives of the heart are wrong, amen. We intercessors, and almost done, intercessors are the first line of defense, amen, prophetic intercessors, that's what I should say, the first line of defense, amen, against uh, this type of invasion because of the definition of intercession or the definition of watchmen is to see what's coming, not what's already going on, amen, but to see what's what's coming, what's on the horizon, what's attempting to invade, to pollute the church, amen. And then, amen, the teachers from that point should begin to teach and begin to fortify the mind of the people against, against, amen, all of these things. And so we're living in the last hour, I believe, and uh, we need intercessors like never before, Amen. To keep their eyes to heaven and the people at the same time. Say it again. We need intercessors like never before to keep their eyes to heaven and the people of God at the same time. This is important. I have so much more to say. 
have so much more to say, and we can't say it all on today. But I exhort you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is that you have ears to hear, amen, when there is, um, you know, this heresy trying to invade the church. Eyes to see so we can sound the alarm before the activity starts. Before one seed is sown, praise God, we are able to start counteracting that. That's the key, counteracting it through this powerful, clear doctrine of who Christ is and his accomplishments. There's so much more to say. There's so much more. Amen. So I would, if you would, please, beloved, rediscover Colossians, pray through it, ask the Lord to give you revelation and understanding how to apply it as an intercessor. Amen. How to hear through that, amen, and have a great doctrinal base and the reason for your intercession. Always empower your prayers with the word. Always empower your prayer with the word of God. I got so much going on. My time is up, but I want to encourage you in that thing. There's so much in this, but you got to get it in your spirit. 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 Amen. That the hour is coming. It's going to be very nasty and malicious uh, concerning Christ and the gospel. The time is coming. It's about to be very nasty, even more nasty than it has been before, and very malicious. And we have to have a firm doctrinal base, firm practical walk, amen, to counteract the foolishness. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you, Father, for these intercessors. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of God, rest upon us this morning. Open our eyes, to, amen, to be able to see, and our ears to hear, and our heart give us clarity, a sensitivity that when, uh, the sensitivity when uh, this, this, this heresy is trying to infiltrate your precious body, that you purchase with your own blood and that you sacrifice. Give us the sensitivity and that, that we can hear and understand what to do next. I bless you, Father, for, your, for the gospel of Christ. Father, we give you glory and praise for the sacrifice of your only begotten son and the empowering of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God, but so are things of the son, we pray that you would give to us that we may walk in perfection, walk in completeness, Father, in, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for what you're going to do. Spirit of God, empower us this morning to have ears to hear what is being said in the church that contradicts Christ. We bless you. Father, we give you praise. We give you thanks. You alone are worthy. You are God and our King. Father God, all that we need is in you, in your will. Thank you, Father, for what you've done. Thank you for how you've done it. And we give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 